Hello, hello. Beth Martin's here, coming on spontaneous. See if I can get Rockfin going. Let's see. Oh, yes, wants to do that. Go live. Awesome. Getting myself up here while a few people come on. Hello, Billington O'Bear, Hootube. Hiya. <laughs> Not at the garden today. It's a little cold outside. I'm such a wimp this time of year when it goes down a couple of degrees. It's not even that cold outside and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going outside anymore. Darn it. I'll get over it. We got some really cold weather coming in the next few months and we are live on Rockfin. So if anybody would like to come on to an uncensored platform, here is the Rockfin link. <clears throat> and Today I wanted to talk about giving and receiving. I just uh, came away from a very inspired group of people in my Journey Code coaching certification that is into its second week now and uh, such amazing, incredible work going on there. So brave. People are just unbelievable. I um, feel very inspired and wanted to come and share some of this energy with you as well. Rob's heading over to Rockfin. Excellent. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate that showing up there. No thumbnail today. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so giving and receiving, it is a time of a really great need out there. Maybe you're one of those people that likes to help others. And that's generally, if you're in my world, chances are that is how you are. And uh, it's very strongly related to the nurturer archetype because they have the... Um, not just the desire, but the need to help others. You can't just sit back if you happen to be that kind of nurturing person with that archetype, then you can't just sit back and watch people suffer. You uh, genuinely want to be of service to them. Hello, Sesma, nice to see you. No one's flower. Nice to see you as well. And, uh, and when the need goes up, which you're noticing it is, you know, I get many messages every single day. People are in some kind of situation, uh, whether it's legally or emotionally or in their family or stuff coming up. And uh, if you answer every single call and pour your heart and your soul into it, then at the end of the day, you're probably going to come up a little empty, right? And it can be just so matter of fact that, you know, if, if you got to the end of the day and you spent all of your time helping others and then you notice, oh, I didn't have a meal today or I didn't take a shower today or I didn't brush my teeth or I didn't do my work that I'm actually passionate about and, and interested in, then you're going to start to resent people. And that is a, a fact. I write about that in my book. I've got a whole entire chapter devoted to the nurturer, the ins and the outs, all of the complications. It's, uh, it's not cut and dry. Some people say, oh, you just need to learn to say no. It's not like that. Because if you have that true helping spirit, then you're cutting yourself off. And uh, not you won't be your whole person by just saying no. So I will leave it to you guys to look at that. I've got a, a short video on the nurturer as well. For those who do my archetype quiz, you'll get a link to that. But I wanted to talk about the nature of giving and receiving. And uh, my trees dropping leaves. There you go. <laughs> and it's not what we think, right? So the first, the first clue is, is your breath, right? God gave you the breath in 
and the breath out. And if you remove either one of those, the breath in or the breath out, you're not even alive, right? You can't live without both of those. Very important. And so it's a great starting point to look at that, what that giving and receiving is. And so, uh, hello, David Wolf. Nice to see you. And so it's interesting when you talk to people about the experiences that they would rather not be having and how to apply this, because, you know, we all, you, you can probably out of a logic place say, oh, yes, giving and receiving, You've, you, you must both give and receive, right? It's very important. Uh, I, I know this from myself that when I started to receive a lot of support from this community, it was actually uh, Miss Rose 777, who just, you know, noticed that I was doing some things worthwhile. I had sent her my book. She looked into it. And uh, next thing you know, she was sending all of her audience my direction. And I remember how incredibly uncomfortable that was. I'm, I'm used to giving, but I wasn't used to receiving in that way. I'm used to being rejected, actually, right? Because I wasn't around all my right people. Not to say that that is a guarantee that you're going to not have that experience again. I think I signed up for that one big time. But uh, a lot of people that have that nurturing personality, they really have to work at the receiving part. And then they get stuck in commerce. They get stuck in the, the um, you know, almost the economic exchange of it. Well, I'm giving you this, and then I'm going to need that back. If nothing else, I'm going to need your appreciation. I'm going to need your, your kindness. I'm going to need you to actually accept my help. That's all giving to get. That's not the same as true giving and receiving. And I teach a, a breath technique called Tong Len that we were focusing on learning today. Extremely powerful. And it flips around what can be a new age narrative that uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, hired myself to dispel the myth of it. And it's the in, in with the good and out with the bad. Oh, darn, I'm getting a phone call. You're going to hear about that. I don't know where I should put that phone. And, and this, is a, this is a kind of bad brainwashing that has turned us into, um, you know, robots that are not working with nature. You're literally working against nature in that circumstance. Uh, so what what we don't realize and this is the punchline i don't have a super lot of time to stay on today today this is the punchline and it was it was the main teaching today in in the class that i just felt like sharing with you guys as well is that you know when it comes to your own inner experience it's so easy and i know i'm honestly i'm saying this to remind myself so that i practice it as well that whatever circumstances come up on the outside that you don't want uh, and the resulting inner experience that you don't want, the pain, the suffering, the sense of loss, the, uh, the hardship, the struggle, all of that kind of thing. What we don't realize and what can be possibly a new piece of information is that is an offering, right? Your in-breath is, is God's offering of life. That's what the baby does, their first breath. Right? They take life in. They receive that. Where does it come from? Direct from the source of life itself. That you can't come up with. That you have to receive. And then the out-breath is what the, the mechanism, if you can call it that, that God gave us to, uh, to offer 
right? It's our offering. We've been imbued with God's inspiration, God's energy. You take it in. And then in transforming that experience into your offering, you actually see what you have to give. So that's why the breath is a beautiful map for life and especially for this giving and receiving. And, uh, you know, so if you're stuck in that place of feeling like you need to get away from the bad situations and the bad experiences, what does it do? Carl Jung says, what you resist persists. And I'm not just repeating Carl Jung's words. I'm not a, I'm not a robot that way, but it, it absolutely is, is true. Whatever, look at any situation in your life, whatever you're trying to stop uh, by, by having an aversion to it and pushing it away, getting away from it, trying to just like not be around. If you don't deal with all of the inner workings around that giving and receiving, then you're, all you're doing is maintaining that situation that you don't like. Look at any situation in your life that you don't like and that you're trying to put an end to. Is it still there? How long have you been trying to get rid of it? Is it persisting, right? That's reality. We always want to work in reality, not some fiction, not some idea realm. Because, you know, maybe it's a good idea to take in the good and, 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 uh, and, and get away from the bad. But at the level of your consciousness and your psyche, it doesn't work. And thank you, Virginia Dare. I totally appreciate that. You guys are inspiring to me too. And then uh, by coincidence, you breathed in when you said that, right? That we're all connected at the level of the breath. Same with the voice, right? If we were able to sing together right now, we would see our, our uh, voices join in the space and become one, right? It's a beautiful example of oneness. And it's the same with the breath. We're all breathing. It's a place where you can make a very deep, intimate connection with people. Hello, David Vincent. Nice to see you. And so the, again, the, the bottom line, the punchline, that's not a good way to say that. I don't know about the bottom part or even the punching part, but if you can start to see as a technique, not as a reality, right? Maybe I have a, a very dear friend who was attacked on the weekend. Uh, somebody showed up and wrote very nasty words about her daughter who is fearless and speaking out and uh, she should she's a good example for everybody old young and old holding her ground standing her position holding her position uh, which by the way Paul, Paul enslaved is going to be here on my channel on Wednesday at 2 p.m talking about that exact subject holding your position and uh, and and so they attacked her and they wrote a very bad message on a sign that was on their lawn. They were brave enough to have a sign on their lawn about, uh, I don't know, remember the exact words, but it was something about, I have an immune system, that's how I protect myself, or something about supplements. And they took it upon themselves to attack the daughter. Well, oh my gosh, how freaky is that? You almost, as a parent, would rather have that attack on you in fact, you would rather have that attack on you because then you have full ability to respond to it. And hello, Life, Life Rune on Rockfin. Nice to see you. Glad you're here. And, uh, and yes, exactly. Glenn J's separation is illusory. That's not the nature of reality. The same way giving and receiving is built into nature, then separation is not, is not part of nature. That's part of the lie. 
That's part of the programming that we have, that, that maintenance of separation. That's how people maintain their situations that they don't want. That's how they maintain having a bunch of thoughts and feelings and sensations in their body that they don't want, and especially the programs that operate underneath it, that they don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. They maintain their separateness from it. And in maintaining that separateness, by, by investing all of your energy in the separateness, then you lose your sense of wholeness. You lose your energy, right? You're not, you're not the same person when you're trying to maintain separateness. And so as a, as a technique, <laughs> Beast Mode Beth Martins, yeah, you got it. That's right. Hello, Pavoli. Nice to see you. And, uh, and so if you, if you go the other direction and, and, and try the technique of, of going into that which is unwanted, not to churn on it, not to run around like a hamster on a wheel in circles on it, not to keep telling the same story, not to keep complaining about the same person or situation, uh, not to keep being in the same state of mind and look for more evidence to, for being in that state of mind, but to turn inward, to turn into that energy, to lean into, you know, sometimes to lean into the situation. Sometimes you got to do that work separate from the situation so you can make the distinction between your own inner profile, your own inner collective energy, signature vibration energy, and, and see that it actually isn't tied to that situation. Chances are it's going to be connected with many situations over your lifetime or even lifetimes, which I can't prove that they would exist. If you're honest with yourself, you'll see well, like, wow, I'm in a snit. It's the same snit I was in when this happened. And that was the same snit I was in when that happened. And then you start to see, oh, okay, it's here. You know, you, you don't want to pull the wool over your eyes or anybody's eyes. And it's not about condoning situations or condoning people's bad behavior or attacks on you, right? But you can start to, to see that the pattern is, is here first. When you see that, when you go through that, when you transmute it, when you receive the offering from God of it, and you see the illusion of what it is, right? It's your energy tied up. And why is it uncomfortable? Why does it make you suffer and struggle? Because it's God trying to get your attention, saying, hey, what about me? This is part of you. This is the, the wholeness of you is tied up here. Now, the goal is not to continue suffering. The goal is to go all the way through the suffering so you can look back and go, oh, wow, it's not there. I just had the bravery to go into it, to face my worst fear, to, to let that terrible feeling have me for a change rather than run away from it. And then you start to see your power because what happens on the outbreath? It's your offering. It's your creative power. It's the transformation. You take in that food from God and you digest it and then you have the offering, right? So beautiful technique. If you're not familiar with Pema Chodron, definitely recommend her books. I haven't read for a long time, but I, that was definitely part of how I saved my life from cancer was, the, was this giving and receiving. The technique is called Tong Len. Definitely recommend this. Jack the Giant Slayer is here. Heal the self, heal the world. Exactly. 
exactly. So if there's work to be done out there in the world, it's going to be your inner work here that teaches you how to do that, right? It'll make space for a new kind of in-breath. Maybe you're going to run out of suffering at times. It happens, right? And you're, and you're going to breathe in pure inspiration and, it's, and your offering is going to be pure action from that pure inspiration. And that's where we want to get to, that pure offering that comes directly from its source. Hello, Jenny B. Thanks for that. Seems like we can't do anything right lately. Yeah, it can be like that. Mick Bull, nice to see you. Hello. And uh, yeah, that can, be, that can be a program when you, when you feel like you can't do anything right. The, the first thing that comes to mind is the perfect program. And the perfect program is an unconscious you know, vibration that goes on in you and it has two sides to it. The, the one is that you can't get it perfect and the other is that you must get it perfect. So they're really the same program, but it can feel, for example, for the one who feels like they can't get it perfect, then it can feel like getting it perfect will be dangerous. It will actually threaten your life because that's what the programs do. They, they, uh, they, they threaten your life. But again, it's God trying to get your attention saying, hey, <clears throat> don't you know who you are? Don't you know about eternal life? Don't you know there's actually no such thing as death as we think of it? There's the feeling of death, the fear of death, but there's no death. I know I went through it. And it doesn't mean I'm totally done with my fear. I'm still working on that. It more and more comes up. But every time I make my offering in the world, every time I, I take in that inspiration and I give of something, it's usually something, some kind of risk. It's, I'm going to put myself out there. Someone's going to see me. Maybe I'll be criticized. Maybe they'll try to take me down. Maybe they'll make a, a nasty sign on my lawn. I don't have a lawn, so I don't know that won't happen. On my door, who knows? It's going to happen, right? We're taking risks for the truth and for freedom. But if you can want your freedom more than you want to stay safe and protect yourself, then your offering in the world becomes very powerful. doesn't mean you're reckless. Absolutely no. You, you, you definitely want to come to these things and take action from a place of, uh, that's not driven by fear. Because otherwise that fear, it's going to draw into you what you don't want. Thanks for that, David. And it's like our brains are always trying to reach equilibrium. Yeah. Is it, is it equi equilibrium or wholeness? Because otherwise, then you hired yourself to be a juggler and a balancer. Like, look at the scales of justice. How, did they use that image as a, a kind of brainwashing? Because we're always trying to like balance this and I don't want to take in too much of that bad stuff that God's offering me in the way of all my bad feelings because that might overwhelm me. And then, you're, and then you're negotiating with yourself. How much can I, this, and I can bring a little bit up, but not a lot of it. I mean, you still have to set your own pace with all of this work. Nobody could do that for you. But the, the real goal that feels like equilibrium is, is wholeness. To reclaim those parts of ourselves that we don't want, that we don't relish, that you don't like. Maybe it brings up shame or embarrassment. Oh my God, am I still stuck like that? Right, but it's all energy. It's all grist for the mill. So I think that's pretty much my message today, but I can stay on for a little while if you guys want to chat. What's going on in your life? I, I heard a rumor. I still have not corroborated this rumor, 
or if that's, if that's the right word, I don't know. I haven't uh, verified this rumor, whether it's hearsay or not, but I did hear that tomorrow they are going to say that we can't go buy groceries without a double jab. I could be wrong. I'm not hearing anything about it right now. Maybe that was just fear porn. There's lots of that out there, I tell you. And uh, fear porn is okay if you're willing to go through the fear it brings up. You know, you don't necessarily need to go and digest a whole bunch of that stuff. But if that fear is in you, then maybe that's why you're attracted to the fear porn. Same with the hopium, right? If you're, if you are... uh, in a in a state of holding on to hope that has no basis that you just are having hope in a blind way it's not true faith it's just covering the wool over your own eyes then maybe by watching a bunch of hopium you're destined for disillusionment for disappointment for following that person who keeps dangling the carrot in front of you and and that but that's a long slow process disillusionment long slow process that takes that takes a crap ton of time and uh, yes david I, I imagine they will you know it's always lockstep it's always steps so i doubt they would they would go that far at this point and yeah i'm i'm suspecting it's going to be curbside because they've already you know basically that's what anybody who doesn't want to wear a mask and uh, there, there are the, the, the good stores out there. They're good restaurants. In fact, we're going to one today. And uh, I, will, I will likely bring them onto my podcast. If you're in the Winnipeg, Manitoba area, then Monstrosity Burger has made a, uh, a policy, a beautiful policy that you can come into their restaurant and eat without being bothered uh, with any of that nonsense. So guess where we're going for dinner? <laughs> Going to go check it out. I hear it's really good. Someone's coming to get a copy of my book if you're in the Winnipeg area. I do have uh, my, my book shelf full of my own books right now. And if you're, you would like a, a signed copy, then I'm happy to, to lay one on you. I will also mail it out if you prefer a, a signed copy. It's just it's going to cost more in shipping because it's kind of double shipping for me. And uh, Jack the Giant Slater included detailed data in the heart problems as well. Sorry. Oh. You've submitted a firm declaration, my pursuit of a medical exemption for the jabs in a letter to your boss. Good, good. That was your own letter? Awesome. Don't fill out their forms. Don't tick their boxes. You write your own letters. I heard one time that adults write their own letters. Don't fill out their forms. You're literally going to end up in their box. And uh, so that's great. You voiced your ethical and moral concerns uh, with the jabs according to scripture. That's so beautiful. It holds weight, right? Because the perpetrators know that the Bible is relevant. That's why they have a copy of that thing in every court. Good for you. And uh, are you still live? I think I'm still live. Am I still live? <laughs> Does everybody know it? I'm on Rockfin, over with Life Rune, and uh, we're on YouTube and Fakebook. As far as I know, everything's a go. And uh, Jack, did you have to get a doctor to sign it? No, you don't have to. I'll just I'll just preempt this and say no, you don't have to get a doctor to sign it because uh, your true uh, exemption, your state of being exempt, it doesn't come from a doctor, it doesn't come from a lawyer, it doesn't come from any person in authority. It comes from the true authority, the source of authority, God. That's why you don't need anyone to back you up. When you say you are exempt, it is under God. And I believe uh, Jack has already handled that part of it. 
And uh, yeah, CINC coercion is not consent, exactly. And yet you can't just turn around and say, I don't consent. That unfortunately is putting yourself in their jurisdiction. When you just say no, you go out of honor in commerce. It's a total stupidity. You should be able to just say no and have them go, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> but you can't do that in contract land. It's all a fake and it's all a fiction, but we're tied into the fiction. So we need to unravel the fiction in order to get out of it. And uh, yes, I'll take that as a, an agreement. As soon as you're asking anybody's permission, then you're sunk, right? So that's why I learned to go into a store and instead of saying that I have an exemption, I say, I am exempt and I walk away. Last time I did that in my grocery store here, the good one, uh, there was a security guard waiting there. They, they told me I had to wear a mask. I just said, and I said in a mean way, I was surprised myself. I must've been pissed off or something. And I just, I'm exempt and I walked away. And then I went into the produce department and I, I saw my favorite produce manager and we started chatting. And then I saw the manager come up and around and circle and come up behind me. And I thought, okay, here we go. I'm going to pay the price for that uh, rude, I'm exempt. And no, what was he doing? He was standing in line to chat with me, to talk to me, to have a connection with me. He kept taking his mask down to say his words. It was so beautiful. He just wanted to connect. So there we are for almost 15 minutes and we're talking about his garden and all the beautiful vegetables and all the eggplants that he's got coming up and everything. And I just thought it was such a, such a beautiful demonstration to have any, any, any good experience I have it in public right now, I just get giddy about it. I think, like, wow, that was great. So it doesn't take much to entertain me anymore. No, no breads and circuses at all. And uh, Coleman, by the way, we're uh, just just the where we go one, where we go all. That's that. Uh, I'll just I'll just say it for the sake of this audience that that's um, that does come from the QAnon movement. That is so that is so hopium. Uh, I'll just say it like it is. I'm sorry to be blunt, but it's uh, it, that that is absolutely manufactured for us the truth community, right? And it's very close to the, the, the uh, global agenda, by the way, where we go one, we go all. That's exactly what they're telling us. <clears throat> if you don't get a jab, you're hurting your grandmother. You're hurting your community. You're causing the, the pandemic. You're, you're, you're doing all of these things. So that's a twisting. Now, in essence, I get it and I agree. The Buddhists say until everybody gets free, nobody is free. So it's a kind of inversion or a, you know, a perversion of, of that basic truth that everything in nature is connected. And, uh, and that is a fact, right? You, you can't deny it. It's, it just is. But uh, yeah, I just feel like I need to speak out against that if, if I did. You suggest everyone watch uh, Amanda Vollmer's Colds and Flus. Yep, some basic, basic stuff. We all know it, right? You just take your supplements a little bit more now if you're getting less uh, sunshine. I know I, it actually really helped me to get on regular vitamin D last year. I didn't get a single cold, I didn't, no snivels, no problem. Every time I felt a little something, I would just take my supplements, eat well. I'm a fan of juicing, a lot of green vegetables that... Um, that you don't have to cook, by the way. Don't don't grease. Don't juice green vegetables. Just my my tip of the day. Don't juice kale. Don't juice chard. Don't juice broccoli. I don't think anybody would do that anyway. But uh, the leafy greens. I'm a big fan of lettuce, as you probably know from my garden as well. Lettuce is jam full of minerals and electrolytes and chlorophyll. That's like blood, right? Chlorophyll and 
and blood are, uh, I, I believe, one molecule away from each other. So when you take in the chlorophyll that has been created by the sun, you're taking in sun. It's like blood. So eat as much green leafy food as you can. But the, but the kales and the broccolis and the brassicas and all that kind of thing, you got to cook them. Or there's, uh, there's some... And uh, yeah, no, no, no apologies, Coleman. Don't, don't worry about it. I, I just always feel like I need to not let those things go. And, and if there's any misunderstanding, I just, I just don't like to perpetuate them. And uh, David, oh, darn, I'm sorry to hear you have leukemia. Wow. Uh, I heard it had to be reviewed uh, and doctor signed. But my condition isn't curable. Oh, man, sorry to hear that. Yeah, but don't believe them. They're spelling you, right? Once they give it a name, it becomes a, a, it becomes a thing. It becomes a fiction, and unfortunately, fictions we we've given them power over us. I know for a fact, right? My diagnosis hugely influenced me, and uh, I'm not to say anything could have done differently, or that you could have done anything differently. But if you can drop that and and go to the paradigm, <clears throat> right? Just the same way I was talking about that in breath, that that God is giving you the food that you need, even if it's the suffering that you need to transmute into some form of your offering, that's what, that's what disease is, right? It's coming to get your attention, the dis-ease. And, and then it's, it needs to be taken in, not to get rid of it, because you're, you're trying to get rid of the cure. That's the problem. You're getting rid of the cure. You need to take it in more deeply. And that will teach you what to do. Maybe it, you know, maybe it's going to teach you to go and get chemotherapy. I, I hope not. Uh, but I wouldn't hold it against you. I did months and months and months of it. I obviously needed to go through that in order to have the transformation that I did. So I'm not going to definitely call anybody else for doing what they do. I had my cat on antibiotics. It worked. It worked perfectly. It was exactly what he needed. He's not a candidate for natural medicine because he does, he doesn't, uh, want to agree to any of that stuff so we just had to do the thing that worked and he's good now more or less and he got in a fight last night darn it so that sucks and um bio photons fruit diet yep yep you know whatever you're guided to it's it's less about finding the rules and and those things because that's that's more for babies like this always works this is the thing do this thing it it's not like that. It's be in touch with your inner world. Let that disease teach you what is to be done or not done by taking it in, by, by being in acceptance of it, by going through the energy of it to receive it. Everything is rigged in your favor. I know you've heard me say that before as well. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Jack the Giant Slayer and... Uh, yeah, you know, when you have cancer, by the way, you'll, you'll notice that everybody has the cure, except somebody who has cancer. <laughs> it's very humbling, right? I, I, I thought I knew everything about how to cure cancer until I had it. And then it was like, oh, wow, rubber meets the road here. And uh, it's not just one diet. And it's not like I, you know, did the raw foods diet, and I did the alkaline diet, and I did counseling, and I did um, every possible supplement, thousands and thousands of dollars. And I did photophoresis. I had my blood taken out and, and, um, they shone ultraviolet light and then they gave it back to me. All of that stuff will help, you know, vitamin C, uh, intravenous, all of that stuff can help. But at the end of the day, it's not the cure. 
and uh, I was still a dying person. So I had to go even deeper than that. It's, it's good what you do for your health, but if there's the deep underlying programming there, then none of that stuff is going to work. And even what does working mean? Working means healing the soul, not saving the body forever. The bodies don't live forever. The bodies have a cycle. Every flower, it blooms. And, and then it, and it, and it finishes and then it makes seed and it returns all of what was the flower returns to the earth or, or, or transforms into that seed. And the seed has to get buried underground, <laughs> right? That's what the seeds have to do. They have to, they have to die, go underground until they're reborn and the new life uh, gets inspired and breathed into them from God. And then they give their offering in the new plant comes forward and they bloom in all the glory, right? That's where there were no different than, than that. Let's see what the school just said. Oh, God. They always have, I'm always scared. Oh, happy McHappy day volunteers. Oh no, McDonald's in the school. Oh boy. But that's been since I was a kid. So that's not a new thing. Yep. It's precarious. I tell you. <clears throat> So yeah, it's benign. And you said no to any treatment to make me normal. It's been years. Congratulations. That's amazing. Way to go. Right? That's beautiful. And, and a, another person in the same situation might have been guided to, to go and get all the treatments. And that's not wrong. But it's running away from any, any situation that is going to be the problem. So you gotta, you gotta take it in fully. You know, let yourself have that suffering that you have. And it's not so you stay in the suffering, it's so you go all the way through it to the other side. So you can see who you are and where your energy was tied up. And then you make a new choice. You're, you're like, oh my gosh, all my energy is tied up in, in that feeling, that sensation, that thought, that program is always the program because they're underneath all of that other stuff. And then you get to decide again. You say, oh, if I knew my energy was all tied up like that, I wouldn't let it keep happening. I'm not going to let it keep happening. I'm going to withdraw my consent to that loop. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to, I'm going to harvest that energy. I'm going to digest the food of it. I'm going to keep what's useful and I'm going to release what's not useful. You can also look at releasing as, as your offering. What do you have to give? So that's a little different. My metaphors fall apart there. Alrighty. Well, anything else? Uh, hey, hey, Annette, nice to see you. Glad, glad to have you here. Welcome to anybody that's new on these channels. Thanks for joining me on Rockfin. It's been really good there. Um, this Wednesday in two days, two day, yeah, two days, it's still Monday. Good. Uh, at 2 p.m. Central, I'm having Paul Unslaved on, and he's going to talk about holding your position. That's something that he's very good at, right? When you get into situations, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dream up all kinds of situations for him, like, you know, when you got the, the cop at your door, and when you, when you get pulled over, and when you, um, you know, the cops are there at 8, 8, 8 a.m., and they're bang, 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 like they do. It's amazing. Even when they're trying to help you, there's this boom, boom, boom. I've always had that. You know, what, what do you do? What, what kind of conversation do you get into or not get into? How do you hold your position? Do you start like, um, you know, talking about that you're a straw man and that you're a living woman? I don't think so. I think that's when they start to think, oh, they need a psych assessment. Uh, how, do, how do you hold position? And what, what is that position that you need to hold? So that's going to be a very awesome discussion. Really looking forward to that with Paul Enslaved. 
And if you haven't yet signed up to the Choose Freedom Law Summit, there's an interview of him there as well. It's time to learn the law, you guys. I keep meeting people, reams of people who are, you know, terrified of the situation. They're being forced to get a job or lose their job or get, get testing all the time for 500 bucks a week. You know, they're being pushed to the limit and in a way that's good. Yet, yeah, what do you think, Sesma? I'm not going to reveal my personal health information just as a, as a practice. I'm not going to violate that act, but um, you could probably, probably guess what that is. Um, I, I, often, I often am thinking through the situations. I like to do that to prepare myself. You know, will it come to it? And, and we're going to get asked to do stuff. Actually, I'm going to do another stream on the prostitute archetype because it's so up right now. How many people went and got the job so that they could watch football or not watch football, go to a football game or, uh, you know, go on vacation with their family or so they could go see grandma. I know I talk about this. It's really hideous. The, the choices that we're going to be asked to make really hideous. It's a crime what they're doing. But, you know, what is your bottom line? What's your breaking point? How, how bad could it be? Are you ultimately willing to die for this? Right? And that's, that, it is where we need to get to. It's, it's, that's where you're going to find your power. When they can't hold death over you, because that's what it's going to be. You get to live if you take this poisonous, deadly injection. Well, what's the choice then? Right? Go ahead. Do the deed. Either way, you I want a long, slow, painful death, or you, you're just going to finish me with, with me now. Go on. Get on with it. Right? When they come up against fearlessness, they don't know what to do with it. They have to take on great karma. Anyway, I'll save that for another stream. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think maybe that's all for today. Really short stream. Got a 37-minute or here. Unless there's anything else you guys want to chat about, I'll give you another minute or two. Let me check out Rockfin. And no, there's no questions over there. Anybody on Facebook? Facebook doesn't doesn't share my videos out for the most part. And uh, giving and receiving. So it's really time to be strong to make sure that you've got both of those covered. You breathe in and out. Some people have a hard time breathing out because it feels like death. It kind of is. You don't know. Every single out breath could be the end. And that's why it's almost brave to let your breath fully out. Some people have a hard time taking the breath in. I'm really good at, at letting the breath go. I'm a Scorpio, right? I've got that, I've got that death thing, not totally down. But, uh, you know, so you can watch your breath. You can watch your thoughts. They will be a mirror of your breath. When you don't breathe, there's stillness. Maybe you're, you're breathing pure energy at that point or maybe you're deep in depression you need to know the difference what those are Edward G Griffin ah I just I just hear I just hear his name I don't know what what you guys think I hear his name and uh from a, a colleague of mine that is a fan what what do you think I don't know enough I haven't really gone down his uh rabbit hole very much Edward G Griffin was he was he um the one that started the Red Pill Expo, by the way. Is that the same guy or is that a different guy? I'm not sure. Hello, Carlos the Second. Stay strong. Amen to that. Exactly. And uh, according to Blackface, there'll be consequences, not nice. 
Yep, they're going to threaten us with absolutely everything, right? If tomorrow the, it comes down the pipe that we we can't go in a grocery store anymore, well, let's see what the businesses do. Because <clears throat> actually, in reality, when you read the, the mandates, the businesses are free to do whatever they want. It's just a recommendation. Mandates, not law. Orders are not law. Acts are for actors. And that's why every business out there can do more or less whatever they want. They're still ticketing Monstrosity Burger, but they're not stopping them. That's how we are in commerce. They don't actually stop anyone from doing anything. They just turn it into an, uh, an economic transaction, right? So as long as you can pay, you can do anything, right? That's not a moral system. There should be a hard no on stuff. And if this was really important, if this was really about protecting people's health, you don't just go ticket them, right? That's just punishment. That's just the satanic reward punishment system. That's what we're dealing with. And uh, he's written books such as A World Without Cancer. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yep. Yep. The jab thing is not right. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear. And boy, we saw this coming for a long time already. I mean, it was totally predicted. Unbelievable. That can be predictive programming too. We'll see. But uh, okay, well, I think I spoke my piece today. Feel free to visit my website, bethmartins.com. I put uh, a bunch of links in the notes below. If you're in Manitoba and you know you want to learn the law and you you need to learn the law, but you're not there yet to a place where you might be able to actually participate in uh, lawful actions, then I host a meeting every Wednesday night. And I apologize, it's just for Manitobans so that we can really get to know each other and work together. That That is the thing. And uh, you can join the Choose Freedom Law Summit if you're from everywhere else in the world. There's Our Telegram group has almost 1,200 people on it and lots of really smart ones. People go there and ask advice. Be, buyer beware always on those, by the way. You've got to think for yourself and think things through, but tons of stuff. Hey, Mark Bloom, nice to see you. I haven't seen you for a while. thought of you guys on the full moon. I thought maybe I'd host a full moon for the Primal Power guys and for um, my Journey Code people, but damn it, I didn't. I didn't do it. Too much going on. Hey, Mac, listening from the beginning. Nice to see you. I hope you're doing well. Thank you, David. I'm glad you guys came. It's always such a pleasure. I felt I felt high. I felt happy, very inspired by uh, doing my work with the Journey Code students. They're the bravest ever, right? Absolutely brave because it's one thing to go in and slay your own demons, Jack the Giant Slayer. But the true hero's journey is about helping others. Right? Receiving the inspiration God gives you and putting out your offering fearlessly, whatever it is. And the moon was extra bright. I had like the incredibly orange, great big moon come up last night. It was, it was crazy. And the sun was hot this afternoon too. Yeah, it's been really hot sun for us as well. We're just chatting now. Hello, Matt, Matt Dahl from Melbourne, Australia. I'd love to hook up all my Melbourne, Australia people because uh, I've got one amazing client. I don't know if you're in the zone right now, but uh, he's so awesome. And uh, you guys should definitely start getting together. You got Joel Rafiti there as well from the Hear From The Truth podcast that I interviewed last week. Him and Eurasimos are in Melbourne. Is that true? Darn it. No, I think that's Sydney. I'm mixing. I'm, I always mix up Melbourne and, and Sydney. Sorry about that. I think they're in Sydney. Anyway, sorry about that. I'll take it back. And uh, yes, have a great day, you too, as well. Major Spring and Brandon. Yeah, there's been, wow. We were, we were uh, in the country helping someone do a major excavation the other day. And they sprayed all day over us, way off in the country, like in the middle of nowhere. It's hard not to take it personally. 
then going this way and that way and making an X over here, right? Like, oh my gosh, craziness. So, yep, time to uh, get on the land, help each other to give and receive. And, uh, you know, God breathes life into you for a reason. It is, it is ultimately to, to heal yourself and to then help others in the way that you are wired and purposed to do. So uh, lots of love to you guys. Take care. Come and, come and visit me at my website and uh, let me know what you're up to. Okay. Bye for now. Have a great day, you guys.